Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 boo. Jojo, talky, talky. Hoopity, bop, boo. Talky, 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 talky. What to do? What happened this week? I don't Trick or treat. You really are the other sister. This is motherfucking Easter time, not Halloween, you Cadbury cunt cream. Hey, everybody. It's the Boy Hattie Podcast, broadcasting live from Bill's Basement. Woo! I'm Annie. I'm Bill. How you doing, Bill? I'm doing good. I'm not tattooed. Yes, <laughs> I am freshly inked. Uh, got my tattoo on that su- Monday. tattoo looks goddamn... You only got it on Monday? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a big-ass tattoo. So yeah. did it hurt as much as you were fearing? It actually did not hurt very much at all. Didn't you have to do it all by yourself because all your friends abandoned you? And so not only did you get a tattoo, this is what happened. This is the, this Yeah, Bill, tell me. This is your parents' tell ultimate my nightmare happened. Mm-hmm. Portland became gay and wound up getting a tattoo all by yourself in a dingy tattoo shop. It was kind of dingy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, was it the place that Foley usually gets her tattoos? No. Oh, um, I thought you'd go to, like, her guy. I, well, originally I was going to, and then the snowstorm hit, and uh, I wound up going the to a different tattooist. The snowstorm hit? Do you remember the snowstorm, Bill? Oh, oh you In mean, February? like, two months ago. I forgot your that birthday was, was that when, long time ago. Yeah, I was going to get a tattoo that week. Well... Uh, thanks, Bill. Uh, so instead, I uh, wound up going to my friend Brenna's tattooist to get my work done. That still looks pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah, no, she does really excellent work. Now, She's can you ever go stuff. back to Foley's tattoo artist without feeling like you betrayed her? Most people go to like multiple well, I tattoo know, artists. But still, that's like Foley. Well, maybe you told Foley has her tattoo artist. It's like having different psychiatrists. She told me to go to. She was like, "We originally were gonna go to Adam because I like the idea of having my tattoos done by the same person who does all of her tattoos." Yeah. Um, Foley's very unique in that all of her tattoos, except for one, are done by the same person. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I went to him, and he said, oh, it's going to have to be bigger than you want it to be, and I'm going to take out all this hatching and do shading instead. And I was like... That's what his, uh, her artist? Yeah, that's what he was kind of like. surprised because he's been really good at re- replicating stark mm-hmm. black and white line art really well. Well, the thing is, is the tattoo that I brought him, really, the design that Dylan did for me, really... Um, Two knights on have... one horse. Yeah. Templar Knights. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't really have worked very well as a tattoo as it was. It needed modification. Yeah, because you, you you mentioned on the show before, yeah, that you had to go back and redraw it. So I uh, I was like, I don't want it, you know, and he was telling me all these things, and I was like, you have to pose it this way. And but yeah, you wanted it to look way. like an engraving. You wanted it to look like an old, like, text And I engraving. didn't feel yeah. like, the, with the relationship I had with him, that I could push back on it. Yeah. Whereas with someone totally new, I was like, this is what I want. No, that's a good idea. So, yeah. and, and, and the thing is, she said all the same exact same things as he did, except oh, yeah. for, she was like, how do you feel about shading? I was like, no. No. Uh-uh. No. Shading on tattoos can be okay. But that's well, not the graphic. You were going for a very graphic look. Yeah, I wanted something that looks kind of woodcutty-ish. Yeah. But um, the thing is, is that shading does age better, and it allows for more... Yeah, that's right, Bill. But still, it's a lot. I'd rather have something that ages poorly but looks good. Looks good for the first something that looks like some fucking airbrushed Megadeth van art, <laughs> which a lot of shaded tattoo art does look like. <laughs> it Not depends just, on the artist. It depends on the artist, bro. You know that you know those beautiful art? like watercolor tattoos that you see out there, and, like the ones that look like paint strokes. Oh, kind of, yeah. But that's so done with a shader, dude. It's just I all know, about the artist who holds the. I've, known, I've just known a lot of people with bad fucking tattoos. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So, well, anyway. Motley yeah. Crue album cover tattoos and I am like freshly inked. I'm really excited about it. And true to form, like they expensive? all say. Uh, it's like 140 bucks. That's not bad at all for like, like that's half, that's half Xbox. That's like half a video game console. That's right. Yeah. But, uh, um, 
it, yeah, I was. It didn't hurt Aww. very much at all. It's yeah. really just like someone scratching at one spot. How like, was you really worried about that? And you also got on the inside of the forearm, which well, is not it's actually the most not a sensitive. Bad, it's but not I a bad place see. to get a tattoo. It's really not. There are only a few parts. Like the closer you get to the your elbow or crease. your wrist, I imagine one of the other one yeah, actually. Be I wasn't rough. close enough to my wrist for that to hurt. That's but, a, um, well, the impressive thing. That's a big tattoo. That's about mm-hmm. the size of like a saucer. It's it's not just like by four inches. You did not get just like some Chinese fucking character on your wrist that says peace but actually means i'm a slut or something like that yeah <laughs> you know i did it for some reason well, uh, but uh, you got a lot of body space left uh the uh, so are you gonna get uh the other because okay so you have two nights two templar nights on one mm-hmm, horse mm-hmm. and i've always you've always talked about getting the other on the other arm the same thing except it's well maybe it could be a mirror composition yeah well, would, would it be butch and uh, butch cassidy and sundance mm-hmm. would it be specifically those guys mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah. or on the be, escape with on the one horse joel and ellie Come on. That would not age as well. Yeah, it would be, I mean, that'd be no. hard to explain. No. Well, this is already hard to explain. Well, At the end still. of the day, tattoos, what my friends keep telling me is like, yeah, you explain your tattoo like the first 10 times someone asks you, and then after that, you're like, go fuck yourself yeah, to my exactly. tattoo. It's my body, so I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Last of Us does mean enough to me that I actually could see myself doing that. But, like, I really, it's very deliberate, like, to have both Butch and Sundance and the Templars. Like, it's that combination. It's... it's, well, it's the same meaning of two people on the, on the one horse kind no, of like sharing the load. Not. No, it's not? No, it's not. Well, what's the point? Not at all. I'll explain it to you, Bill Mudrin. And the other one's just like Yoda. The other arm is just like Yoda having sex with, like, like a dragon. <laughs> Fire-breathing dragon. He's fucking the fire with, out With of smog. That's what it is. With, <laughs> with Benedict Cumberbatch. That's yeah! what it is. Yeah! Well, and Benedict Dragon is turning into a dragon. He's it's coming so Frank hard, Oz fire's coming out of his mouth. getting a blowjob from no. Benedict Cumberbatch. That's what we got going on here. So I want to see. I want to see Yoda's penis. <laughs> I want to see canonical you design would, for Yoda's penis. You would muppet sex. I'm cutting you off, dude. What? Bill, what'd you do this week? That was man. No, that previous muppet sex talks was about orally raping a muppet. This is about me just wanting Bill, to see Yoda's delicious. What'd penis. you do this week, Bill? I built a Brian Singer puppet. <laughs> oh, too soon. Fuck that guy. I'm just saying. I'm. Oh, I want team fuck Brian Singer, but not. Bill. What'd you do Team this week, fuck Bill? Brian Singer. What'd I do this week? I watched I watched more Star Wars, but I could save that for later. Because Star Wars is good. No, I mean, Star Clones, more Clone Wars. Clone Saga or Clone Wars continues I to be I finished the next last season. It was very good. The ending actually made me really sad. The ending... Um, did, do you know anything about the Clone Wars? Aside from me just yelling about you... You have yelled at me about it at length. Well, they come up with this new Jedi character who's like the... the, the uh, the the a Padawan or whatever right. to Anakin Skywalker, right. which is, is sounds completely ridiculous because she's essentially a character whose entire distant existence is inserted between two films. Yeah, and I always thought that was like a fucking stupid character idea. Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. why do I have, have to do that? But this is part where Annie starts checking her phone, and uh-huh. then there's absolutely no reason for Bill to continue this conversation. No, I'm listening. I just needed to check my show notes. You've never tuned me out a little bit, ever. No, but this is this 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 is pretty forward facing. I'm totally tuning you out. No, I'm just checking my. I'm trying to think of if I added my. my Man, thing to show next time you start talking about Gina Carano, I'm just gonna turn my chair. <laughs> 
starts staring at the wall. So did did they come up with the? Did <laughs> no. they have a satisfying arc for her? Uh, a little bit. She doesn't entirely leave the show, but mm-hmm. she has. Uh, let's put it this way: there's some shit that happens to the character where I was actually emotionally engaged, hmm. which I never expected. That's awesome. To, like I said, well, I never expected to even like the show when I first started watching it, mm-hmm. and the fact that not only do I like the show, but actually this one character who I thought her entire existence yeah. is completely superfluous, uh, superfluous to the whole Star Wars yeah. thing. I was like, oh, that's kind of boop, 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 yeah. a little misty-eyed at the end. Obiel. So it's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm glad that it's you. You have such high standards for that's Star Wars so that are very rarely met. To have something that people uh, have spoken highly of and even you like. Insane. The best part is. Have I gone into my ideas what uh, Star Wars sequel trilogy needs Colby to be Smulders. about? Colby Smulders. Colby Smulders. No, well, that's that's very specific as to who the main character has to be. <laughs> yes. My whole thing is the Star Wars sequel trilogy has to be about... Uh, the, the next the... generation? No, it has to be about the fallout of... Did you really watch the prequels that much or care about like any of those finer like plot details? Um, there's I'm... this prophecy yeah, that there's going to be balance of the Force sure. and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, Obi Wan like you want most of the Exactly. To yeah. The well, there's this whole idea. There's supposed to be this like Anakin's supposed to be this kid who essentially will bring balance to the Force. Mm-hmm. What the Jedi don't realize uh, that's supposed to mean is that Anakin's gonna eventually kill not only all the Jedi, but then he's gonna destroy the Sith by eventually destroying um, Emperor Palpatine, dude, and then killing himself, mm-hmm. leaving uh, Luke Skywalker as the only Jedi left, and he'll right. decide the. The, the future of all force sensitive mm-hmm. beings in the Star Wars galaxy. Mm-hmm. I hear these words coming out of my mouth right now, and even I want to hit yeah. myself. But that whole, uh, the, the existence of that prophecy and everything only matters if there can't be any other Jedi or Sith in the galaxy because mm-hmm. the whole point of that prophecy is that all those guys die, leaving only Luke. And so I was like, man, it'd be kind of cool if they actually brought, like, there's, there's two characters in uh, the Clone Wars. They introduced, they're brand new to the Clone Wars cartoon, where I was like, be kind of cool if you could actually kind of bring these characters into the clone or into the sequel trilogy mm-hmm. but i was like but that doesn't work because one's a sith and one's this padawan character mm-hmm. jedi like like student of uh anakin but technically they both stopped becoming sith uh sith lords and the other one stops becoming a jedi so technically they don't die they just become bartenders they become bartenders they just mm-hmm. kind of walk away but since because they're no longer sith or jedi they could still survive long enough to be characters in the sequel. I don't know. <laughs> Bill, I'm sure J.J. Abrams is prioritizing I sent bringing him a letter. <laughs> Did you see the thing with J.J. Abrams? The fake. The fake uh, ass. Bad robot. Thing? Yeah. I did not read it. Saying I he was going like, to ruin up. people's personal reputations in Hollywood mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah, like that. People are fucking stupid. Yeah. I like. I had to people tell this to people on Twitter. I was like, I've worked with Bad Robot in the past. I did not get a letter like this where J.J. Abrams mm-hmm. threatened to kill me mm-hmm. by saying anything about stuff. Mm-hmm. What'd you do this week? Uh, let's see. I got my tattoo. I feel like I, I first first name is second first name is first. It's like work's been really busy, so I haven't had much yeah. time to do much. Is work getting better? Work is better. I know work's work was busy. starting to be crazy for Oh, a I had an for like two straight years. Work last year, but um, was it this time last year you were having all your sleep disorders mm-hmm. and stuff? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I stopped sleeping. Here you go. But uh, no, work's doing. Work is great now, but work's just crazy busy. You look very cute. You got a haircut. I did. I got my hairs done. You didn't get much sleep last night, but you look. You look as fresh as day. You got a brand new haircut. You got a brand new tattoo. I went to a friend's housewarming party last night and uh-huh. uh, uh, stayed out until stayed out until midnight on a Friday. I never do that. Normally, I'm in my well, pajamas by ten old. o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Bill, to be fair, I pretty much found my wife, and she and I very quickly established a ten o'clock in our gym jam. Well, you guys have watching also, cartoons. Time. You guys also have day jobs where it kind of helps you to get up yeah. early and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when I have to get Although up. Although on a Friday night, 
I know. Well, then I'm just, well, the thing is, is that you get your body into the habit of waking up at 6 to 6.30 yeah. every morning. And you're, sure enough, this morning, even though I went to bed at 1.30, I woke up at 6 o'clock in the fucking morning this morning. Christ. Yeah. Which is why I had to nap on my wife at a fashion show. But um, the uh, uh, we had we finished up the Kroll show this week, which I talked about a little bit last Did week. Did you know that Amy Poehler is dating that Kroll guy? That's what I someone told me. I just she read. does show up in this the season of Kroll show. It's kind of horrified. Just because I only know him as his character on Parks and Recreation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> he's the douche. Uh, he's a uh, God. The Kroll show is so funny. And the end of the second season is kind of incandescent because they all. It, it's, That's a hell of a phrasing for it. Yeah. It's it's sketch comedy right and, yeah and it's like basically the framing of it is all this reality show garbage okay but they he kind that's of, not the framing device for the whole show just the sketch uh e- each sketch is like a different tv show oh i had no idea okay so they're like recurring the character is like he are the toilet baby and uh there's wheels ontario which is making fun of degrassi high yeah there's rich dicks which are a couple of like uh it's new money and old money doing coke across america and there's a publicity, which is these two girls named Liz and uh, the publicity. It's actually Mona Lisa from uh, Parks and Rec is the other Liz. I've seen, I've seen she her is show up in more stuff lately. Hilarious. The, on the lady the with the show. schnoz, right? Yeah. Yeah. She is so goddamn funny on the show. I think her name is Jenny Slate. She's fucking hilarious. Man. And, uh, but the thing is, at the end of the season, all of these things overlap and kind of become an interconnected like story arc in a way that's really funny and emotionally Is satisfying. this like the first season of the show? It's second season. It's okay. two seasons in. Where are you watching this at? Hulu. Yeah. Hulu. Hulu. Mm-hmm. I have to see this on yeah. Hulu. I, uh, we had stopped our Hulu subscription because we were only used it to catch up on Parks and Rec and once we were yeah. caught up then we just got our Apple You don't care about season. like uh, the only reason you know, I just watch Hulu just because it's got the Daily Show and uh, Stephen Colbert. Yeah. I, I can't uh, keep up with that stuff. Well, that's a Daily Show too. That's like yeah, yeah that's an hour long commitment every goddamn day. Yeah, and because you work day, you have a yeah. day job. You have to be more careful with your time. Whereas me, I'm just like, let's watch this three o'clock in the morning. I don't have to be up ever. But yeah. uh, my wife watched uh, started watching Broad City. Which is exactly a sequel to it, Dog City? No, it, sadly no. It's uh, <laughs> actually Amy Poehler is like one of the producers of it, yeah. and uh, it's really funny. It's it's kind of like Octopus Pie, the TV show. It's the best way I can describe like it. New York hipsters. It's it's like? it's New York. Young, Should say hipsters, but like, young yeah, women in New York. Nights. Yeah, yeah, in modern New York, and like kind of doing pot and trying to figure out how to get by. Yeah, and it's pretty goddamn funny. I gotta say, yeah. is it as good as girls? I've not seen a single. Which that sounds of girls. like the same premise of girls. Which all I know is it's New York and it's and it's it is broad women city, who are under thirty years old. Broad City is not afraid to do broad, stupid humor, like really dumb. So it's jokes. double entendre. Yeah, uh, burr, burr, burr. and it's got Hannibal Burris on it, who's such it a fucking Hannibal funny Burris. guy. He's a funny guy. You would like you would like him. The name though. sounds familiar. He's Aside from comedian. the fact that it's Hannibal, you know, the TV show, or Hannibal from the A Team. He's a he's a comedian. Okay. He's a very funny before. comedian. Did you see that Amy Poehler filed? No, not Amy Poehler. Evil Will Arnett. He filed. He made it official that he's filing for divorce from uh, Amy Poehler. They were they separated like I a know, year but ago. He made two official years ago. this week. What did you expect to happen? Well, well, did you think well, that well. we're gonna get back together? I know. But I was hoping. I was hoping he like, especially with this being this this week was like no, it's not this the season finale of Parks and Recreation, but it's close enough towards the end. And is she pregnant? 
And I was like, oh, maybe he'll reconsider when he see he sees Leslie Nope being all pregnant. Sure. I'm just saying. And he's like, <laughs> he sees Ben Wyatt, and he's like, I could be Ben Wyatt. I should have been Ben Wyatt. So today, speaking I'm of Ben Wyatt. I'm going to kill Adam Scott. <laughs> today, I took my wife shopping. Um, So... Her work has instituted a dress code, which is almost, oh really? It's almost identical to our old dress code. Our old dress code could be yeah, summed up as you dressed like a hobo at work before. No, our old co- dress code was summed up frequently by "Don't wear anything tiny or torn." That's kind of what it boils down to. Smell like tiny, which which kind of sums up a lot. Which but, if you're um, Annie Maloney, that's that's actually it's kind questionable. Of a, that's a tall order. Yeah. Uh, so uh, well, when but, I first met you, you weren't you had no tattoos, but you did have a loincloth, which I didn't. That's true. I had a penis sheath, which was weird because I didn't even have a penis. Well, you. You filled um, with Slim Jims. There we go. It was weird because, like, we'd be hanging out playing video games, and you'd like, you want a Slim Jim? You have to get it yourself. I'm like, no, I knew I you were going to say that, you <laughs> asshole. So uh, the dress code is is pretty much identical, though she can no longer wear hats to work, which kind of sucks. Fully can? Mm-hmm. What kind of hats would she wear? She wears hats all the time. She Why has not? A, she has like she has a driver's cap hats. and her uh, her uh, like some nice ball. Oh, caps. she can't do the Tuesdays where she dress like like the Swedish chef and go bork bork bork. That's exactly the problem. That's a shame. But what was really weird is that they made her sign the new dress code, which is kind her of specifically weirdly, supposed oh, well, to everyone. Else? Everyone had to sign a dress code. Oh, okay. So they which is kind of a weirdly passive aggressive sort of threat. Like we have documentation like, that you created. We don't trust this. you that you understand well, this dress for a giant code corporation and... now, right? Yeah. So which who knows? There's some kind of corporate really bio. talk about on the podcast at all ever. I meant uh, <laughs> bad robot. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. But anyway, so the um uh uh so she's decided that she is instead going to start overcompensating by super dressing up. Like crazy dressing and shaving up. her head too. Exactly, and then you getting head tattoos because there's nothing in there about <laughs> tattoos. No, uh, she head <laughs> tattoo that just says anal grease on the other side. <laughs> just like shit. That's just like no, no, not even that. It's gonna be. She's gonna get a, like a head tattoo that's really gruesome, but with like yeah. blank bars where she can sharpie in a new thing there every day. There we go. It's just the goat sex guy on her forehead, <laughs> and she can write whatever she wants in the He's void. Got angel wings, and she, she can just write whatever she wants it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good, so a she's, good idea. So she's decided that she's going to go, um, her her kind of protest to that is going to be to just dial it up to 11, dapperness-wise. Yeah, which would be pretty easy for her, because she's, oh, yeah. she's already half dapper anyway. Exactly. So I took her out today to um, go to get her some new dress shirts and some new ties and stuff. To kind of, um, she has like four suits that she can mix between and everything like that so she just kind of needed something you gotta to go for with. that fifth one so she can have a new suit every day it's like there her we go suit, exactly suit. that was her argument pretty much she's yeah. like i need a new suit i'm like i need twelve hundred dollars so let's make that happen <laughs> but um she uh <laughs> she picked up this one tie that was a totally a knitted tie and she goes it's a ben wyatt tie and i was like jesus christ that is ben wyatt's tie that was my story my wife got a it's better than my Star TV. Wars Clone Wars analysis. <laughs> I can't complain. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of all I've been up to this week. Oh, I finished Infamous Second Son. What do you think? Um, you did not bring it. You came to my house and you bring me your used PS2, PS4 game. <laughs> no, I should have brought it for you. Actually, yeah, it's it's an enjoyable game. It's yeah. kind of it's interesting because it's it feels like 
a little half baked almost. Like the the gameplay is all there and the visuals are fine. I've heard people complain that it's too short. That's the thing. It's not even that it's short. It feels kind of empty. Sort of in the way that LA Noir was this world and not much to do in it. That's yeah. kind of what Infamous feels like. There just aren't a lot of things to do in this place. There's not a lot of like crazy side missions or mm-hmm. like story content or anything. No, like no. So it's just kind of like How many powers do you okay. unlock in that game? Four. Is it just the four? Okay. But what's weird is that you literally get the fourth during the final boss battle. Really? What's like, the fourth? Like um, thumbtacks. Well, the whole game you're trying to get this concrete power because your what? friends have been have this concrete embedded in them. It's the and the worst Avatar get it game out ever is to get it get it out as to get it the way it came in. So what do you do? Turn into concrete? Like uh, con- you can, concrete? You can basically like pull concrete like out of people's bones, so they'll have like shards Wait, and shit what? coming out of their body. What and, you like, like leech the bones of minerals? It's not Bill. It's a fucking video game. They don't bother to explain it. It's like, it, it's not Well, only... that would presume people already naturally just have concrete in their bones. Bill, I'm going to throw it out there. This game is not based on any scientific <laughs> principles or reality. Oh, it it ranges from, like, you can cast people's, like, feet in concrete so they can't move. Or, like, you can throw up a concrete shield. You're basically, like, a... a, a earthbender yeah, except it's, say, yeah. it's more it, there's a little more visceralness to it because you can actually like rip it through people's bodies yeah, i just want to take that engine and just actually make an actual honest godness airbender game no, why not like that you know if you're gonna have a game where you're running around the city why controlling isn't there an elements. open world cora game where you're just well, in republic city because it's unpopular but i could see at least no, no, an avatar no. last or any kind of any a game that takes place in that universe period just imagine exactly. running around republic city like doing all that shit that would yeah. be phenomenal, actually. Fuck. Don't even get me started. Cause just... <laughs> so, uh... anyway. Um, uh... Yeah, because you'd, like, find water, like, like Bender teachers, mm-hmm. and there would be a whole, like, tutorial thing, but it would mm-hmm. make sense within the thing of the U.S. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. I've already largely forgotten it. I kind of want to replay it just because there's, um, uh, it like, it has a morality system, which is to say you're either a boy scout or an asshole. And I'm kind of curious to, not enough to actually replay it, but like what the fuck happens in the evil playthrough? Because like we were thinking, talking about it, it's got to be a totally different, like, it's just those narrative beats are different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But those narrative beats would have to be absolutely 100% different. <laughs> it's like anal beats because you got the smaller beats, but then you got wow. the bigger beads. And the smaller beads are all the same, except for the bigger beads that are supposed to be the happy parts. Are, that's the I part that's different de- depending you. on your mor- uh, morality. Bill, what else did you but do? But then this you week? still end up in the same happy place at the end. Bill, regardless. tell me about Dark Souls 2. I beat Dark Souls 2. Yeah. It took me 60 fucking hours to beat that yeah. goddamn game. Also, I never thought I'd actually honestly beat that goddamn game because I only got mm-hmm. halfway through the first Dark Souls. And these games are actually hard. You didn't beat the first Dark Souls. Oh, then, so then I, I felt that. bad because then once I started looking up more information about Dark Souls 2 after I beat it, everyone's like, oh yeah, this is totally the easiest Dark Souls game. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> it's the only one I beat though. Oh, but yeah, zero. no, it was great. Like, uh, I, and, but, I can't even say that I beat it because of the last boss battle. I dragged in two other people at two o'clock in the morning. Like, you know, you, you could actually leave summon signs. And, uh, no, what is it? you can invite other uh, live players into your game. Mm. I invited two other guys into my uh, game. They just totally killed the end boss for me. <laughs> I just kind of sat aside, kind of like, like trying not to get killed because yeah. I noticed like most of the boss battles in this game, that's how I beat the bosses yeah. would be. I was terrible because I'm terrible at video <laughs> games. But then I bring other people in, yeah. and they would just like I. The only way I would fuck up a boss battle with other people playing would be I would get in the way of the boss and get killed, <laughs> yeah. while the other bosses were just already on their way of almost killing it, and like the <laughs> boss would be down to like one point of health, and then I would mm. just actually walk beneath like uh, underneath the boss's feet, right? And like 
totally waste these other guys' times that yeah. are trying to help me. And so, yeah, I just kind of stood, stood off in the corner. I was, like, throwing rocks or something at, at the <laughs> boss. And then, yeah, he fell down dead. And Well, technically she. It was a giant Jack Skellington. Skellington person with, like, uh-huh. like a drawn-on face with, like, dead people as a for a skirt. Oh, delightful. Welcome to Dark Souls. <laughs> so uh, I beat that, and I was like, oh, man. Well, I got that Xbox 360 achievement, so I got, oh, yeah. You can't deny me that I beat Xbox 360 Dark Souls, even though the actual story of it is not actually not as interesting as that achievement would make it seem. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, yeah. Well, yeah, it's funny, because, like, there were multiple points in the game where I thought, like, okay, I'm done with this game. I got as far as I ever thought I would. But then I kind of pushed forward a little bit mm-hmm. or got help from inter- random internet people mm-hmm. that like help, like I would get stuck at a boss mm-hmm. and then like other people would come into my game and help me. And that's, it's really by virtue of the help, all these internet, complete random, cause you can't communicate directly with anybody right, in right. the game. Uh, everyone's mute. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, yeah, just kind of, yeah. yeah. Strangers helped me beat Dark Souls 2. Delightful. Technically, you know what? Strangers beat Dark Souls 2. I was going to say, you were just present. Because it, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that, yeah, like I said, it wasn't just for that boss battle, but it was kind of like most of the boss battle. Yeah. Game. I can respect that. Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Glad you enjoyed it, dude. Yeah. Oh, well, Billy. Uh, don't build something about Trials Fusion. I got to play a little bit of it before we recorded today. Yeah, you beat most of uh, Grumpy Turtle's scores without even trying. I was pretty impressed. <laughs> That's not true. Grumpy Turtle's pretty fucked up terrible uh... that game, man. I was Because, like, I unlocked, like, little push pedal bicycle, and you beat most of his scores with that, too. And you'd never even played a Trials game before. And I was like, wow. Bill's making many And jokes, Annie beat most of Grumpy Turtle's scores while I was just upstairs getting a Coke, and she came back, she's like, look. This is true. Look at all Grumpy Turtle's scores. This is exactly. And she actually drew, drew, drew a line through all Grumpy Turtle scores on my uh-huh. TV with a Sharpie, and she started giggling. This is a 100% documentary. And she shut off the <laughs> PlayStation 4, she's like, fuck it, now we record. Let's go. <laughs> Gotta drive this in. That's how we roll, boy, Heidi Podcast, uh, loudly and with many swears. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, Trials. It's, it it's is more another trials. trials game. Yeah. Pay 20 bucks if you want, like, another an hour and a half of just, like, on a motorcycle going vroom, vroom. You know what? It, that's not a game where I would want more graphical fidelity or whatever. That well, is a game where I just would want faster load times. I feel a little suckered in because I thought this was the first Trials game built for the next generation consoles. Yeah. And after I bought it, not to say I would not have bought it if I'd known there were, cur- like, current, well, I guess he had, like, previous gen versions. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, a little, like, hmm, I thought I was special. But yeah, I mean, that was the only reason why I bought Infamous at the end of the day was that I was so excited to have a game that was built for the PS4. And yeah, that was the so first big good one. This, have you seen all the photo mode photos that people have been posting? To the I, I read about it, but I've not looked at it. It's a yet. great advertisement for this game because those yeah. photo mode photos look fucking gorgeous. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, Trials, it's you're on a motorcycle, you're trying to beat other people's scores online, and that's it. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. it's, it's, it's more Trials. Like I said, all it went from a Trials, next gen Trials game was just faster load times. Yeah. Just so I could hop. Well, I and for them to fix their goddamn Uplay shit because uh, it's published by Ubisoft so they have that like baked in Uplay um I don't know what they use the Uplay stuff for it almost seems like you get like points for buying games and registering Um, them and then you can unlock stuff in other games or something like that yeah so like my Uplay account I always have a balance that I always earn more than I can spend for the game so that means every time I start a game then I have like enough to unlock new um uh outfits um, sometimes, like, desktop wallpaper for my PS3. But half as often um, not, not those levels. Uplay servers are down, because I know for the most of the time I was playing Assassin's Creed 4, yeah. Uplay wasn't working, and then I, you're, you can, get, like, unlock a squirrel-shaped helmet for, for, mm-hmm. for Trials uh, uh, Fusion. I keep on wanting to call it Trials Confusion. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's been a week, and those servers are still down for that, too, so yeah. fuck that squirrel helmet. 
Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, Ubi- and Ubi- well, it's so weird that Ubisoft's going to spend all this time and money trying to force people to like sign up for this Uplay thing. Yeah. And then it doesn't work for like the first month that it's out for half of the games. I don't know. It's just... Yeah, it is kind of crazy because it's... It, I think they keep trying to build on it and improve it and make it better, but yeah. then it, they should just like goddamn stabilize what they have. At least make it so like if you like... if The fact that it's a separate UI from just even locking yeah. into... It's flashbacks. Yeah, it's just like... It shouldn't be... Yeah. If you're logged into your... uh. PlayStation 4 or 360 or Xbox mm-hmm. account, it should just automatically log you into, mm-hmm. like, your Uplay account, too. It shouldn't be a separate... Oh, fuck. Anything. Anyway, so... Uh, trials, yeah, it's not bad. Trial, it's just more trials. It's 20 bucks, though. It's a little steep for, like... It's literally, like, maybe... Not... I mean, it'll take you longer than 90 minutes to beat the game. Sure. But if you are just to race through all the track, it's not that much content. And it's, like... This is also, like, the fifth Trials game. Bill, we're console gamers. We pay, overpay for every game we play. <laughs> That's kind of what sad. it boils down to. <laughs> what else? Um... Tell me about Han- Hannibal, Game of Thrones, you don't and watch Parks Han- Oh, and so you don't watch Hannibal's until Saturdays, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we were out all day today, so I haven't had a chance to What did you think? Hannibal. What happened last week's Hannibal that you can talk about uh, did was that the a, one? It, things are finally starting to happen. At the end of it, Will was like, "We're going to resume our sessions." Oh, it that was, he gets a haircut. That's that was the yeah, most that exciting was thing, thing to happen. No, yeah. Hannibal kind of reset the playing field in a way. I, I, I was really that. enjoying it. I, I don't want to get super spoilery. Yeah. He's still he's still shopping Carolyn the flowers. Yeah, <laughs> putting his dick right in that flower crown. Oh uh, mm-hmm. no, I still. I hope. I hope she just kills everyone at the end of the series. <laughs> nope. I, I like just... that she got her own dog. That was pretty great. Yeah, that's true, too. I like, you know, well, I've come around. Not that I ever disliked Carolyn DeVernos before, mm-hmm. but I do feel like she's criminally, criminally wasted on that. Oh, yeah, we talked about that before. I know, there's like, nothing more to say about that. This precious. Poor kid. Oh, one of the, oh, and I can't, it's, I, even, I, there, there's someone who shows up on this week's episode that uh-huh. I was like, oh, it's nice to see you. You'll recognize mm-hmm. who he is. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's, it's fitting that they he comes back and he plays a crazy person on Hannibal too. I'm like, okay, cool. Mm. Anyway, Game of Thrones. You stopped watching Game of Thrones altogether, right? Yeah. I gave up halfway through last season. Spoilers for Game of Thrones. People listening at home. Spoilers for Game of Thrones. Joffrey. Joffrey is fucking dead. Yeah. He got whacked out. It was actually the most interesting thing uh, part of that. So you remember what the circumstances from the books are for Joffrey's death? Yeah, he gets death? poisoned at yeah. his own wedding. He gets Jeffrey. He gets poisoned by the Martells, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tyrion gets framed for it and mm-hmm. all that kind of shit. Uh, so yeah, that pretty much all went down in last week's episode where... Actually, most of the episode was just the wedding feast. Yeah. And just... Uh, it's specifically for no reason at the wedding feast. Just to, just to make it look like Tyrion could be the bad guy. Um, Joffrey spends most of the episode just antagonizing... Uh, Tyrion, for no reason. That's in the book, too. Yeah, to which, I mean, they've been antagonistic towards each other in the past, but for some reason, as a wedding, he just the zero like in on Tyrion for no reason. It's like an backbiting fest. Yeah, book, and yeah. Well, I don't know if this is in the book, because I never got that far, because, I, you know, masturbation. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of time. There was some beefaroni I had to eat. And energy, you know. Your wrist is too tired to turn the pages. I get it. <laughs> totally no, get but it. so... Uh, for uh, the Wedding Feast Entertainment, Joffrey brings out a whole bunch of midgets. Yeah. No, that's in the book. To reenact the War of the Five Kings. Yeah. And, and he tries to get... He's like, one of the midgets is a woman. He's like, ah, you can fuck her. Fuck her for us. Does that happen in the show? No, that doesn't happen. Yeah. No, they're all dudes. Which I joke, this is the closest thing to a time bandit sequel where we're going to get... Because, you know, there's dwarves running around. No, but it was really interesting because the first time I've ever seen on a TV show or a movie or anything like that, you get to see Peter Dinklage's reaction to these dwarves being used as, like, such, like, mm-hmm. shitty entertainment. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, that's kind of like, like, that's kind of Peter... Or, uh, 
Peter Dinklage's whole career in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Being a super badass actor, mm-hmm. watching other dwarves make fucking fools of themselves just for, like, the entertainment of stupid people. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like a weird window into his whole existence. Kind of like this meta or thing for a moment. Or at least it's like, you know, that all people want from dwarves is yeah exactly you know, yeah relief, and it's actually that that that's how that 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 was actually one of the most effective Tyrion and Tyrion's not even doing anything other than oh, just yeah, looking reacting. super just yeah dour because he can't say anything about it because you know no. it's Joffrey being an asshole exactly but... he does not have the power in that moment but yeah so yeah but uh yeah, Joffrey, yeah. did they ride around on pigs that's no really yeah he's like got a pig he's riding a pig like a no horse. they just have like little like little stuff like horses they're on and they kind yeah. of fight and follow it's actually terrible thing is actually uh-huh, kind Bill. of funny yeah uh-huh. but then terry just like <laughs> but yeah so i uh, man, he yeah fucking uh chokes out he's all barfing up blood well barfing up like cream corn and shit and then blood and fuck that guy so he's Poor joffrey guy. i can't Poor remember guy. what the hell else happened that episode <laughs> um brand's like 42 years old and six feet tall and i feel bad for hordor the guy playing hodor having to carry his ass around did you know that hodor or not Hodor, um, that uh, the Hound is the Yarp guy from... Yeah! Uh, I didn't know that until a gif started playing around this week. <laughs> Why? What was the gif? The gif is him at some sort of panel, and he's wearing a ball cap, and he just... He, he swings it sideways and just leans to the microphone and goes, Yarp. <laughs> <laughs> That's and great. And I was like, what? No, it was like halfway through uh, season one being out that someone mentioned online, and I was like, shit! Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because now if you go back and watch... Uh, Hot fuzz. You'll yeah. be like, oh, now you're in there. <laughs> Hold like, on. Oh shit. Yeah. He's uh, he's doing a lot of great stuff with Arya these days. Yeah. They they put out a remix album. For the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, is that a thing in the book? Them hanging out a whole yeah. bunch. Yeah. Okay, because like they're definitely kind of making meal of that on the TV. Well, because it's everyone's favorite part. <sighs> yeah. What happens after that is not very interesting. Well, Arya looks weird, man. Yeah. This, uh, Arya's one of those kids where like whatever made them look cool as a kid. Kind of makes him look a little odd as an adult. Did you see what's his face from The Sixth Sense? He looks like Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, you see what he looks like now. (laughs) No, he doesn't look ugly. He looks like the dude from Tool Time. Tim Allen? No, not the Tim. The other guy, the guy, his assistant on Tool Time. The guy with the beard and the long hair. Oh, uh, what's his name? What's his face? Yeah, that that's a big joke. That's one girl. He looks exactly like that guy. Look up Haley Joel Osment Tool Time. You'll see what I'm talking about. People listening at home, Google this also. Well, yeah, Google. Yeah, this is this this, this awkward silence is your googling time. <laughs> oh, uh, Google autocompletes Haley Joel Osment fat. Oh no, that's well, so unfortunate. I want to see what the kid from Hook looks like. Oh, who is also the kid from Dick Tracy? Because he had little googly eyes. I've never seen Dick Tracy. You are the third person to have mentioned Dick Tracy this week. What the hell? <laughs> what, what context are people bringing um, up Dick Tracy? It's a running joke on the Crawl show. <laughs> what? Just how terrible the, the, it is? The new money, old money dudes have the costumes from the Dick Tracy movie, and they just drag him out all the time. Oh my god, he does look That's like Al sad. from Tool Time. Oh, okay, oh dear okay. lord. Yeah. I kind of have Haley Joel Osment's hair. Let me see. Not right now, but like you mean just in general, you have the yeah, same part. We in your have hair? the same, no, <laughs> well, the same shape. Know. Like I'm serious, we have the same shape of hair. Your breasts are better than his. Well, I, I hope say. so. Yeah. yeah, he's got little potato dugs. I like his uh, his blazer though, so he's got that. No, he doesn't. Listen, he doesn't look unattractive though. It just he look, he looks like an adult, and you just have to look yeah. like full time. 
But yeah, no, uh, Arya just looks a little... She got, like, she got, like, an English muffin head now. Someone, uh, someone pointed out on Twitter that she would be a really good, um, Ellie for The Last of Us movie. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, Neil Druckmann and Bruce Daly and, uh, uh, Ashley Johnson all are on board. Uh, so, Filthy Ebald on the Player One podcast... He was talking about how, you know, they're going to come out with the PlayStation 4 edition. And, mm-hmm. But there is it just the PlayStation? Is it just Last of Us Remastered? Is that they're all It includes it? the DLC. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He was talking about how, you know how uh, movie DVDs, like special editions come out, they tend to have some kind of really stupid special edition name based off mm-hmm. some random quote from the movie. Like mm-hmm. the Ferris Bueller special edition is like mm-hmm. the Bueller Bueller edition or something like that. He, he was talking about there should be a pet, uh, petition that the Last of Us Remastered PlayStation 4 edition should be called the Suck My Balls edition. <laughs> I just think of Ellie Sands. <laughs> God damn bless. I will. That well, that's so something much. else to look forward to this 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 uh, summer. Yeah, we were fully and I were talking. She was like, "What games do we have coming out for the PS4?" I was thinking about like, like at all. Yeah. Period. And so I was like, "Well, well everyone's saving shit for E3. Well, E3 oh, would yeah, be the I big know. picture to I see know. what." Although you never know. I mean, it could still be people are st- still learning on the sim. Oh, E3 yeah. could be kind of still slim pickings though. You never yeah. know. Yeah. That's We've no guarantee. Got, I'm gonna get the dumb Spider-Man game because why not? Uh, I'm gonna get the Order. I'm gonna get Watch Dogs. Uh, order comes out. Watch Dogs comes out in the month. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that had been delayed into like fall or something like that. I didn't realize it's. Uh, I think it's May 27th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're not gonna get Mario Kart for the PS4. Yeah. You can borrow mine. <laughs> You're not gonna get Mario Mario Golf for the 3DS comes out. Uh huh. Two weeks. Uh huh. That game's fucking fun. It's anything <laughs> like that. Mario Golf games you know are what? actually pretty fun. Foley is too busy playing Animal Crossing for me to use. Yeah, what ass. is that? Has she been consistently playing Animal Crossing? No, she, she just picked it again? up like a week ago. She yeah. started playing again. She's like, "What's going on?" And Wolf Trap and picks it up, starts poking around. Uh, mm. Wolf Trap is not destroyed, or like that was my thing. I'm like, "Oh man, it's gonna be a smoking crater." But no, she totally picked all the weeds and everything, and what was... half our town smoke had moved out. But well, do you know what the uh, town ordinance was there? Because oh, I had the the keep it pretty okay thing. so yeah maybe you had yeah. just a couple weeds because i you know what many. based off of you tweeting about that i fired up my animal crossing town this morning mm-hmm. for the first time since christmas mm-hmm. it was like two weeds yeah 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 she was like what's this and i was like oh it's a fucking weed you're gonna see a lot of those and she didn't say anything oh, about no, it so, yeah, yeah nothing really changes that much yeah. even in past editions if you're away for long enough you'd have creatures creatures will still be like oh hey it's been you it's been I, oh i thought it was a ghost i thought mm-hmm. you were dead yeah but like you don't get yelled at <laughs> no because i saw some people online were, were talking about how they were concerned that they like because some previous Animal Crossing games you kind of get yelled at, yeah. Like oh, Rossetti yeah. might not even, or maybe not Rossetti, but some of the characters might show up and be like, rrr, rrr. even when yeah. you're locking the game a little bit, yeah, it's been six months. What have you been doing? Yeah, yeah. This one is just Isabel's just like, Oh, I'm so glad yeah. you're back. She's like, Oh, I'm trying to keep things together, but I'm so glad you're back. Though. I'm like, I feel, I'm like, Oh yeah. my god, why did I ever leave? Oh my god, this was... yeah, that's one reason to go back to New Leaf. It's just like, no matter what you're doing, you may be taking a shit, having sex. You want to watch Grand Budapest Hotel? Isabel's. No matter what you're doing, Isabel's back in the fucking uh, town, in the city hall, keeping shit down while She's you're Leslie fucking Nopin. around. Exactly, while you're fucking around. Yeah, while you're Tom, trying to build your own steakhouse yeah, or whatever. Yeah, while you're hiding. Yeah. God, I love Craig on Parks and Rec. He's my favorite right now. I, Of all the new characters they introduced, I can't believe he's the one they kept around. I love 
first I was like, wow, he's annoying. But that guy is so goddamn funny. Did you see the sketch he did? Apparently he has a show. And it was called, like, Billy on the Street or something like is that. Is this that character did you see essentially the, just delivering? That's, that's kind of him. Because I but, can't imagine um, him doing anything but just yelling at people. He did. He was running He was running with Paul Rudd through the streets of New York, stopping people and saying, excuse me, for a dollar, would you have sex with Paul Rudd for a dollar? <laughs> and if they said yes, then he'd give them a dollar and then continue running and ask the next person. It's astonishing. It's so yeah. good. Where'd you see that at? Internet. 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 <laughs> it's my favorite TV channel. Internet. <laughs> Internet. Yeah. I'm so YouTube. Pretty much. No, but Craig, I, yeah, like, well, I guess Sam Elliott came back for a heartbeat. Yeah. But, yeah. Man, all this week's episode is Donna. It was a great and episode. And Kim Peele shows up for yeah. 10 seconds. I was like, oh, actually, Kim Peele and Donna. It's funny because it's not even both <laughs> Kim Peele. Yeah. Actually, both Kim Peele dating Donna would actually be fantastic, <laughs> too. That'd be, actually, that'd be a great whole spinoff series. But yeah, it was very cute. Nick, yeah. Nick offer me. I like how much they keep on doing uh, stuff with Ron Swanson's children, mm-hmm. despite the fact that the mom is never around because she's a movie Wallace. star. Yeah, yeah she's in fucking New Zealand. Do. She's doing a haka. I don't even know what that means. A haka, that's the Maori dance with a hocha haka, hocha haka, ee, ee, ee. Where they don't know they'll repeat in their chest. You never saw the new the Maori? Uh... Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I did it well. Not don't just you staring think? at you. Oh, <laughs> Terrible human. <laughs> no, just, I'm not, I don't make it up. What? No, yeah, it's really cute. Bill, tell me about Hearthstone. Um, have you played Hearthstone? It's what not is Hearthstone? Is it's it the, is it like a card game that's Warcraft themed? Is that what it is? It's a Hearthstone is a fucking card game with sound clips from World of Warcraft. <laughs> that's all it fucking is. <laughs> I don't because it's free. And you can just pay money to get like extra cards and shit. It's free to play. And the production value is really nice because it's like fully animated and fully voiced and everything mm-hmm. like that. But like every character is just kind of like a weird like racial stare. Like the the guy who introduced it, like your your tutorial is is run by this Scottish dwarf who's just like, Oi, I got you your cards, you know? <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay, I'll leave you go because now I have to go get my vine. Mm-hmm. And like the second guy you fight is like some Asian guy, Asian panda, mm-hmm. who's like, Oh, Confucius said you have two cards. Uh-huh. It's not bad, but I mean. Yeah. But it's just a fucking trading card. It's like Magic the Gathering, except, yeah, you got voiceovers. And you're playing a sit- some some chick named Jesus Proudfoot or something like that. <laughs> that's your tutorial character. I don't know if you can develop your own character later, like name the character or what, but that's... that's. I haven't gotten past the tutorial yet, let's yeah. put it that way. But, you know, you, like, you, put, you slap your cards down on the deck, and it's a nice little thing where, like, it's like a tactile little sand pit, so when you throw mm-hmm. the card down, like, there's a little poof dust. Mm. it's not just a fucking card game it's like in terms of the game itself it's magic the fucking gathering yeah except you know some of the cards will literally fight each other ooh technology so if you've ever wanted to fuck one of the cards from Alice in Wonderland <laughs> this is not my opportunity to do that why'd you do that <laughs> You think you get like paper cuts in your genital area? Well, yeah, you can roll them up and become like a. Again, I'd still be worried about getting paper cuts well, in my genital lady. area. Well, I guess you'd have to roll them up even when you're do a real lady if you want to have sex. Yeah. Either way, paper cuts in your genital area. <laughs> I'm oh no! My but point. if they're thick enough, it's not a paper cut. It's more just like ugh. Eww. What kind of thickness of paper are you imagining these cards being made of? Well, if they're scaled up proportion, because like like a little playing card is like maybe mm-hmm. like a little piece of paper thing. But if they're that but if thick, scaled, they would not roll thinly enough to be inserted. Uh, Bill, you have to think about this. That's true. And how do they reproduce? Carefully. Yeah. <laughs> maybe know. are there cloning vats? They're so only is fifty-two, it, Bill. I'm thinking. You know what? I'm actually going to petition the Clone Wars people to actually. Okay, now that they've explained what happened, like the backstory of Star Wars is, I want them to explain 
the clone saga of the cards from Alice in Wonderland. All right, cutting you off. Bill, tell me about Titanfall. You have noted here the final hours of Titanfall. What's that? Uh, Jeff Keighley. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did another oh, one yeah. of his exposés about the creation of the game. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing for Mass Effect 3 yeah. and Portal 2. Yeah. Um, he did the same thing for Titanfall. I only read bits and pieces of it so far. Because uh, it's fucking lengthy. It's like 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 quarter million words or something like that. Uh, but the highlights are the fact uh, he goes into... I forgot that the uh, guys from Infinity Ward, there were two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them left the studio a year ago. And he mm-hmm. talks about how... Essentially, because they got sued by was it Activision uh-huh. that sued them for leaving the Modern Warfare stuff, and mm-hmm. and uh, I guess the one guy, the reason he dropped out because he was kind of in charge of all the lawsuit stuff. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the lawsuit over, he was just so beaten into the ground by just dealing with yeah. Activision lawsuit stuff. He said, "You know what? This is great, but I'm just getting out of the industry." Yeah. And so that kind of sucks that like Activision actually like, drove one of those guys out of the industry. Yeah. And then the other guy that was left, who was working it's on the game like... stuff, kind of just continued working on the it's game stuff. It's almost like the video games industry is poisonous. And- <laughs> destroys everyone. Even when you don't have Activision trying to destroy you yeah. from betraying it. But, Ugh. yeah, so, Titanfall. Titanfall. He also talks about, it's great because of robots. Mm-hmm. He says, you should buy it for the Xbox 360 right now. <laughs> oh, did you see? Oh, this is part of the Geek Week News review. You see Xbox sound like poop, officially? And the MPDs came out this week. Wow, okay, we're gonna, we'll talk about this during the Geek Week in Review. Friends, we're gonna take a little break, and we'll be back Wait, to is talk that about it? the thing that Bill was discussing. Oh, is that it? Oh, this is the worst outro ever. <laughs> now I feel obligation. What else came happened this week? <laughs> I got nothing. You have dude. lovely hair. Thank you. This is the Geek Week in Review coming up. <laughs> we need a weather, guys. We're gonna put, like, <laughs> so, Stan! <laughs> What's the weather like in the, all the parts of the country where our listeners are living in? And it turns out that guy's actually played by Bill Murray from Groundhog Day. There we go. And some of these podcasts actually gets funny again. <laughs> Impossible. Okay, we'll be back. Hey, guys, what's up, motherfuckers? We're back. Guys, it's time to talk about some nerdy it's garbage. It's Oh my gosh, Bill. Go ahead, Billy. Oh, and I also got to talk about how my... Okay, okay, well, this is the rest of this. This is okay. the guest. <laughs> we said this is going to Geek Week Review. It ain't the Geek Week Review. This, this, this is the this the, the week in what Bill shit... Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill got in the mail week. Bill got a VIP Lego card. Lego people sent me a VIP card. I don't know what I did. But they, I actually canceled the plastic card. That's adorable. I was hoping to be a black card so I get like free Legos. It is and anywhere I go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You get what do you account balance? It looks like so you get maybe you earn rewards from purchasing it at Lego.com do as we, well as Lego Store. Do you want to go to Lego Store and find out like this card belongs to William Mudrum, Bill? It's non-transferable. <laughs> what if there's like a Lego harem at the Lego store? That's not my experience, but I am a woman. Legos do have holes on the bottom. I'm sure they locked them away as soon as I came out. Would that be? Hey Bill, tell me more about your Lego VIP thing. If you, man, I'm just thinking about you could take a perfect Lego sex toy mm-hmm. for an orgy. Mm-hmm. Would be like a Lego brick. At the bottom there's holes for dudes to fuck, like eight dudes to fuck. At the mm-hmm. top there's eight dildos sticking out the top for ladies to fuck. Because you know what people hate putting their cocks inside vaginas. Thank God there's a I Lego is, brick. I can be. I guess you're taking eight couples and just putting a Lego brick. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Lego brick? 
think it's like better than actual human genitalia that somehow. That would be impressive. Maybe it lights up. Perhaps. Like it's super synthetic. That is, let's admit it, that's what vaginas oh, and hear... penises are missing. You know what? I get the feeling we may have talked about this last Easter. Did you know there's a thing like ladies have a, have a fetish for like egg laying eggs? Like egg shaped sex toys is the thing. Not just like, well, there, there are sex toys that are egg shaped, but specifically... For the laying of eggs, for ladies to simulate the sensation of laying an egg. I would not be surprised. People have all sorts of fetishes and that are unique to themselves. Uh, for like trying to cram multiple eggs up there, so you get the whole sensation of being filled and then laying the eggs. Sure. Just throwing that out there. You are. I did not come up with this. You just this read about it like at some... length I'm just... <laughs> on the internet. I just, I, you know and what? decided to share about it on our podcast when you said you're talking about Lego stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying me and Christopher Nolan are working together to create a documentary about this. That's all I'm saying. excellent. I'm, not, I'm not endorsing it. I just have to. You're just acknowledging it. The truth is out there. So, Bill, why did you get the VIP thing? Is it because of your various Yeah, purchases? you know what? It's probably because I did. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's the other thing. Is I, like, like a month ago, I bought the Lego Simpsons house and a couple other things. Have you not put those together yet? No, I was waiting until I was done with taxes, oh. Which oh, yeah. I am done now, and uh, filing for Oregon Health uh, Obamacare stuff, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I'm halfway done with. Good. And before I reward myself with putting that stuff together, That's so who valid. knows? Maybe the next week or two. Good I'll, idea. I'll get that done. Uh, Good yeah, on I got you, that. Billy. What the hell is the name of the catalog that you're full Museum to? Replicas. Uh, people don't know Museum Replicas. You're the one who turned me on to this yeah, catalog. I love this bullshit. It's essentially the Renfair so catalog. Yeah, it's great. They do all sorts of ridiculous historical reenactment stuff, but also a lot of LARPing stuff. Like yeah. on the back of this catalog, they have their steampunk LARP weapons, which is an axe that's inexplicably shaped like a gearhead. Let me see. It's a steampunk? hammer that has a gear oh, on it and it's like no. full copper. And a sword that has like a gauge on it needlessly steampunk bullshit it's beautiful and it's worth it for me getting this catalog just because it comes to count dracula <laughs> and which i no. hope gives the delivery guy a chuckle every time he drops that i off. genuinely love this catalog because it's like i can get a templar flag from it you thinking about it do you still get this catalog i got it at my old house and i didn't get it transferred you know okay i would not ironically buy a templar belt there's a couple things in there for a farm a fat chobo i would totally be like you know what i would wear a pirate shirt yeah <laughs> why not you know and some of the things in there i'm kind of like hmm, that is surprisingly cheap for a giant like fucking uh, replica of bullshit. i don't know it's is there ridiculous. that much licensed stuff because i saw there's like you can buy like game of thrones money but i don't think it's licensed off the tv show it's just yeah. licensed off the books i think they've kind of backed away a little bit from the licensed stuff because they did they were heavy in it for a while and i don't think it worked out for them very well yeah and this is... they're still trying to get rid of some game uh some assassin's creed stuff oh here. yeah exactly they're That's still trying to get stuff. rid of some robin hood yeah stuff for like five here. bucks you can get like uh like altair's sheathed uh, the the wrist blades yeah but but this is this is not the same thing as the, what's the other catalog which has is nothing but the licensed merchandise where you oh, get like uh, a harry potter that's ones. one thing you get. I don't get that one. Yeah, but yeah, that I forget the name of that, but that's where you get the Harry Potter ones, where you can get like mm-hmm. Superman belt buckle for no reason. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck would you want a Superman belt buckle? But, Dude, I own a lot of dumb shit belt buckles. I'm the last person to point any fingers. I'm just saying, I'm highly critical of people who have stupid shit they don't need. Uh, unlike my Lego I was VIP say, card. Your goddamn Lego <laughs> Simpsons or, house. Or my Star Wars and the Ultimate Action Figure Collection book, which mm-hmm. has showed up in the middle this week. Well, I'm trying to, like, I was telling Annie uh, that I, I'm trying to figure out something to make for the Rose City Comic Con that's going to be here in Portland this summer. Like some kind of prints or something like that. And I want to do something Star Wars or Star Trek related. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially because I'm such on a Star Wars boner right now. That I was like, oh man, maybe I'll do something about like Star Wars action figures. And so, yeah, um, actually had this, uh, a very earlier version of this book like 10 years ago. 
Uh, it's just a, it's essentially just a uh, coffee table book that just mm-hmm. documents all the Star Wars action figures that have been ever. That's kind of fantastic. Of course, actually. when I had this book ten years ago, there were literally like maybe about a third as many Star Wars action figures. Yeah. But you know what? The funny thing with me ranting about all this Clone Wars shit, uh, be by virtue of the fact that that Clone Wars cartoon exists, mm-hmm. they have made. There's probably as many Clone Wars action figures as really? there are any other Star Wars figures. Interesting. Just because all the clones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, like, there's probably... Point. Yeah, they're, like, so... They're, they literally produce, like, like a hundred different Clone Wars figures. That's hilarious. Kinda, all it is is Star Troopers Star, uh, Star with different crayon shit on them. Here's their license shit. Bill, they have the Wheel of Time clothing in here. What the hell is the Wheel of Time? It's a the series of books by Robert Jordan. <gasps> oh, is that the guy who died? And so the commercials are all like, the Wheel of Time. Blah, 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 blah. The last book is written by this other guy. Yep. Yep. They have the sword-hilted umbrella. Uh-huh. Really? Is that what the, the Russian so. guy, guy got killed by? Oh, do you care about that uh, Gabriel Marsh, the magic realism yeah, guy died this week? Yeah, the magic realism guy passed away. I only read a few of his pieces. I always I meant to read 100 Years of Solitude, but I never got around to it. We've got some Conan the Barbarian. Got some Hobbit stuff in here. Is it licensed Hobbit stuff? Yeah, girl. Peter Jackson's Sea of Monsters sword. What Come the on. hell is that? You don't know because you're an adult man. Some 300 oh, Rise of an Empire. Do you have a plastic chest plate that makes your chest look like a... Uh... Girl, you know I'd buy it for my wife. I could see her wearing that, too. Mm-hmm. You can get it. Greek briefs. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh. Look, gotta... they have lightsaber umbrellas. Lightsaber lamps. Uh, That's personally offensive. What are Greek briefs? At least show me the picture. Oh, Greek briefs? That's not the Greek briefs. Because uh, I'm just picturing like men's tidy whities with. That's, no, they're faux oh, leather tidy whities. I thought it was actually like underwear. That's what the. Oh, it's 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 like a leather diaper. Yep. Pretty much. Wow. There we go. There's some Game of Thrones shit. Bill, that's totally based off the books. That's what I'm saying. It's based off the books. I mean, right? I mean the movie. Oh, that stuff right there. No, yeah. I've seen stuff. No, there's uh, earlier HBO. in the book though. Officially, no earlier in the stuff. earlier in the catalog, they do have like the Eddard Stark one. It sure as fuck does not look like Sean Bean. Oh, they have the long claw larping sword. Oh. Which wait, which sword is that? Is that Jon Snow's? Yeah, long claws the sword that they so made. So larping Snow. sword is that going to be made out of like rubber or something like that? Uh, usually it's like a high like quality. so it's like lightweight so you can. It's got a around. core, a solid core, to, so it can uh, take the impact of being smacked. Oh, so it actually is but designed to be hit a little bit, and also it's like something you can take to conventions and not have it be a big deal. That you're as opposed to like a heavy display sword exactly. or something like that. Exactly. Okay. Well, Bill, congratulations on your various things you got. Is there. your Hermione wand is that display or larping quality? Yes. Yes. I've cast many a spell with it, my friend. <laughs> hey, everybody. Believe it or not, it's time for the Geek Week in Review. Uh, uh, Snoop Dogg micro... Uh, excuse me. Let me start that over again. Snoop Dogg voiceover microtransaction for Call of Duty Ghosts. Uh, this is another week I really didn't flesh out the, the Geek Week mm-hmm. in Review. So, yeah, no, it's just the, the announcement that Call of Duty is getting even more white trash by virtue of the fact that, like, yeah, you can replace the in-game multiplayer announcer with Snoop Dogg, which I've oh, heard some of the voice clips. So he's like, oh, yeah, you killed that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would actually well, add to the enjoyment. There's one voice pack, and the other one is uh, Arlie Ermy, the, the army guy. The guy, he, like, they always oh, hired yeah, every goddamn army. Yeah, drill sergeant. Yeah, drill sergeant. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, those are, that's actually, actually kind, kind of makes sense. fantastic. But, like, Snoop Dogg. Oh, mm-hmm. I can already, like, I can imagine already, I'm sure if you log into Call of Duty Ghost now, like, like people will have, like, their audio turned cranked the way the fuck up so you can hear mm-hmm. their audio audio through their headsets. You can hear nothing but fucking Snoop Dogg saying, oh, yeah, you killed that little 
Oh, God. Yeah, faux shizzle. Um, yeah, so. That's awesome. Uh, they announced that the upcoming Gamer X convention this summer in San Francisco will be the last Gamer Yeah, you were talking about maybe going to check out that last one. Yeah, Foley and I can't afford it. Really? San Francisco is so cheap to live in. Uh huh. Yeah. Just for a weekend. It'd only be a thousand dollars. You know, thousand dollars that I've already spent. Yeah. Well, no, I mean it's not even staying there because we have friends we can stay with. Actually, listeners, uh, friends of the podcast, Brian Smith and Jesenia, probably let us would, would let us stay with them. Oh, yeah, they said they would. One, yeah. But um, I still got to fly down there and get into the con. Actually, and I'm kind of surprised it would only too. be a thousand bucks. Yeah. So yeah, for both of you guys, it was um going to be about a grand when we did all the math. And so we just can't justify it. We're, yeah, we're, we already have the yeah. summer vacation this year, so. Oh, where's the summer vacation? We're going to go visit our bros up in Podunk, Canada. Oh, really? It's going to cost us over a grand, so. I'm, you think Canada would be super fucking cheap? Especially not Podunk, Canada. Don't they have fucking... Aren't I'm they? basically flying to Detroit. Like, that's about... It's not terribly close. And, uh, so yeah, I, you are spending a lot of money to go nowhere. We have to fly for 18 hours. What? And then drive for two hours. What? Yeah. It's like you're going to Japan. It's going nuts. No, it's not. It's it's only 12 hours. Excuse me. 12 hours plus a couple hours layover and it is then driving for two Canada's hours. It's fucking huge. Yeah, exactly. It's like. Why did these people move here? <laughs> They're lucky. They lived in No, Vancouver. I'm actually really excited about You could have walked there if you had six months. I'm really excited to go see their house. It's going to no, be No, they, but they can fucking give you a digital virtual tour on fucking Google Hangouts for free. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, what are you going to do when I they're wish... there? When you're yeah. there. Yeah. They're my bros. They're my favorite people. Yeah. Um, I wish I could go to GamerX. It sounds like a cool show. I just can't quite swing it. What do they do at GamerX? Money sucks. Well, it'd, it'd just be nice to go to a con that is... Is um, it just a gay-centric gaming co- and, festival? Yeah, an inclusive thing as opposed to where I would be part of a majority instead of a minority. Uh, they should have a... Uh... What's the thing at PAX East they had? The booth where they... It is the Diversity Lounge. They, should have, the, they should have the reverse Diversity Lounge. Oh, there we go. It's for white, straight white men. Yeah, I can go there, but I won't be allowed out of the cage. <laughs> if you guys like Clown of the Apes. That's exactly what Gamer X is about, Bill. You got it, buddy. <laughs> um, Marty O'Donnell got canned from Bungie. Uh, Marty O'Donnell being the guy who wrote the music for most of Bungie's games. Uh, which you you would think that would not be a big deal him getting fired, but he was one of the main creative dudes at Bungie. He had a lot of story input into uh, the later Halo games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, this coming off the heels of Joseph Staten, who was the big lore guy at Bungie, leaving the studio. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it sounds like something's going weirds going on with Bungie. Yeah, it's it's really goddamn weird. And uh, this does not seem like. He was doing the music, uh, this Marty O'Donnell guy was doing the music for uh, Destiny. It seems like this would be right around the time he'd be finishing up his music duties on Destiny, because the game just comes out in a couple months. But his uh, the reason everyone found out that he got fired, not not that he just left Bungie, but he specifically had a tweet on uh, saying that, like, I have I have been fired from Bungie for no reason. I've been reason. terminated without cause. Terminated without cause. And everyone's yeah. like, what the fuck happened there? Yeah. Because he was, like, one of the best, he was, like, one of the head honchos at Bungie. And my yeah, my theory he was a phantom pooper. He was one of those guys who loves to mess up the toilets. Oh, uh, there you go. And they busted up and they're like, you know what? We love you, Marty Donnie. Write great music, but get the fuck out of here. I was talking to someone at a party last night, and uh, they're saying how I mentioned we were talking about you actually, Bill. I mentioned how you were in Dogma. Yeah. And got to tell that story on your behalf. How does that come up? Hey, uh, Char. We were. I was talking with my friend Charlie. She was an editor at uh, Oni. And he was we uh he we were talking about Portlandia. And then he was like, Oh, I was in a white flag video. It shows me that video and then I, we're talking about cameos and I say, Well, oh, Bill no, was in yeah, Dogma. Yeah. And then a friend of my uh, a new acquaintance of mine, Ben Coleman, total sweetheart, tells me that a friend of his 
went to the mall, was at the mall where they were filming Mallrats. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. And, it was like the Mall of America, Minnesota, yeah. Yeah, and then um, shat in a prop toilet without <laughs> knowing it was a prop toilet. <laughs> Until after he was pretty much done, and then he realized that it wasn't hooked up to any plumbing, and then just left. <laughs> uh, that's a good, good friend to have. I know, right? That's exactly. a great story. Yeah, you're, if you're having a Kevin Smith movie experience, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Aw. Uh, Brian Singer was accused of sexually assaulting a young boy 15 years ago. Here's my opinion about it. Mm-hmm. Which is, I'm not. Yeah. That's a fucked up situation, mm-hmm. no matter how. I, it's, it's, it's weird to see people trying to figure out whether or not it's real or not. Did you see this actually coming out as a result of a whole, like, um, it's the lady who the, did the documentary about this a bunch of string of murders in the South, and it was a documentary produced by Peter Jackson, but this is the lady who actually directed that documentary. Mm. It was a controversial documentary that came out a couple years ago. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, I know what you're talking about But now. this lady's yeah. doing a documentary about sexual assault in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and this is one of the things, and supposedly they're saying that there's a whole bunch of other sexual assault allegations that are, that are going to come to light as a result of this documentary. Mm. That this, like, him just filing charges is just part of the process of them just finally coming, coming yeah. forth and saying, hey, this is what happened to me, so... Mm. It'll be interesting to see how this evolves. But, yeah, I'm, I am glad that most of the people I've seen online weren't so worried about, oh, my God, what does this mean for X-Men? As much as, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, shit, fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. This, this, this. And it's it's always a little weird to, like, stuff in Hollywood with sexual allegations that are never usually cut and dry because yeah. even if... There's a lot going on there. Yeah, because even, yeah, even if the allegations are true, you, and exactly. then there are people who are trying to you, take something from people. And even power. if, like, you, then you get skeezy lawyers involved, yeah. and even if there's a legitimate case here, like, who the fuck knows what happened? But yeah, that's it's. There's really nothing funny or interesting to say about this, other than it is just big news, though. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, this is not the first Hollywood person that's done this. You know, you've had fucking Woody Allen, you've had fucking uh, Roman Polanski, you've had uh, fucking. Who's the, who's the dude from the Silent Age era who, like, killed a prostitute? Yeah, Fatty Arbuckle. That's what I'm thinking of. But, yeah, specifically, this sounds like... This wasn't like some, oh, I just had it sex with underage teen. Oops. I didn't know he... he I thought he was 18, but he was 17. This sounds like this is a systematic abuse of, like, I'm going to assault you, and you can't do anything about it, because yeah. I'm Hollywood. And... Yeah. Fuck Brian Singer, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and although... Man, uh, this dude's lawyer really did choose the perfect fucking time to file these allegations. I think the I think the lawsuit was filed on the same day the final X Men. What's the new X Men movie? Oh, uh, X Men. No past. one showed up because the director's a rapist. That's the official subtitle now. They they filed charges on the day like the final. I'm wondering if the uh, if this dude's lawyer actually got a hold of like uh, Fox's like media plan for this movie and waited until like the day they were actually really going to start the media plan for this to come out and say ha. Hmm. We're gonna file sexual assault charges. I mean, so I mean that's a very Hollywood lawyer thing to do. Yeah, and if, I don't know. It's just it's just a painful it's just crazy situation. how politics and the business of all this shit too. And yeah, just oh anyway. So it's for straight white man who knows nothing about the case, mm. but just anyway. Oof. Disney is publishing four Star Wars books uh, illustrated by Ralph McQuarrie and Ian McCraig. Yeah, McKay, this is just interesting me. because it's uh, Star Wars kids books. Mm-hmm. Uh, just using illustrations from Ralph McQuarrie, who's been dead for like a decade. Yeah. 
and uh, Ian McKaig, who did a lot of... Have you ever seen Ian McKaig's stuff? No, Ralph McQuarrie, I know, but Ian McKaig Ian McKaig does... He does great, uh, like, fantasy illustration. He does a lot of... Unlike uh, Ralph McQuarrie, who did a lot of, like, tech designs and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. people characters weren't all that good, mm-hmm. Ian McKaig does a lot of great, like... Uh, like uh, Oh, God, my lip's bleeding. I cut myself shaving yesterday. Oh, bless um, your heart, dude. I just busted it open again. Oh, interesting. He's got, like, a great um, quality of his lines. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. He's a really good illustrator. And, uh, yeah, he did a lot, most of, like, Princess Amidala's costumes and stuff for Star hmm. Wars were all designed by him and stuff. I've actually got an Ian McKay book uh, sitting there over there somewhere. Hmm. But, yeah, I guess they're just going to start uh, illustrating some children's books with those dudes artwork which i think is kind of interesting, interesting. uh which is funny because that just means that those are two other illustrators they don't have to pay to create new artwork for star yep, wars there books. you go um clever clever that's disney for you they're right. always trying to make a buck i'll buy that i'll buy that for a dollar frozen finally became blah 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 is like the best officially like the money most money making kids like animated film of all time oh really did it yeah it's official now it's the highest it's it's the biggest animated film ever Beat out anything Good. Pixar's ever done. You'd adjusted for inflation? Did you like it? No, no, adjusted for inflation. Oh, just I for think. straight up dollars. I, I think Snow White and the Seven Dwarves is... I, I'll adjust, believe it. I think that yeah. may still be number one. Yeah. Adjusting for inflation. No, well, I, I just, thought you... Did you I, like, li- I liked Frozen just fine. Mostly I just want a fucking movie with a female lead to beat the shit out of everybody so that everyone can shut the fuck up about movies with the female you know, lead. I was watching a little bit of Frozen last night and I was thinking they're talking about doing a sequel and I was mm-hmm. like what the hell do you do a sequel about because that kind of, seems to be kind of a self-contained story and I was kind of just watching the beginning and I'm like this is actually kind of interesting the fact that um, the king and the queen die and the mm-hmm. fact there's no male heirs that's not mm-hmm. a plot point. Mm-hmm. You could make that the plot point of a sequel where someone tries to over, overthrow the kingdom because they say well it's, it's two women who gives mm-hmm. a fuck. You still may have a sequel that continues the story, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, especially with the, like little troll dude. He's predicting that at some point, like the uh, queen's powers kind of go out of control, and maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. I have some ideas. I had some ideas. <laughs> I'm talking to JJ about them. it. Exactly. Expose them at like fanfiction.net, Bill. If I can't write Star Wars Seven, I'm I'm gonna try to write Star Frozen Two. Is all I'm saying. There you go. I think Colby Smulders could play the villain. There we go. <laughs> you know what I realized this week? I. I this is how little about Kobe Smulders I know about her, is I keep on thinking her name is The Cheese. Colby? <laughs> what was the time yesterday I realized it's, oh, it's Kobe. <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> Clearly, uh, you're, I can tell that your interest in is purely intellectual. <laughs> I know, that was a terrible thing. I just, <laughs> you're not wrong. It really is that bone deep where I just see a picture of her. All I have to do is mash my knuckles into the keyboard to whatever so it says like vaguely. That's a different Kobe Smulders. As long as she's brunette and high cheekbones, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. God damn. You know what? I only realized that, too, because she sent a birthday cake to Edgar Wright. Yeah, and he that posted was great. It on Twitter. That was great. And that's when I saw it. I was like, her, like, the name, her name on the birthday cake from, like, from Kobe. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's Kobe, not Kobe. <laughs> she ain't no cheese. And I'm like, oh, okay. I think but what she... I like most about Kobe Smulders is it's really clear that she did not change her name to make herself more accessible at Hollywood. No! Which you I think what? is awesome. For, like, when I first saw her, I thought maybe she was gay because every time I've ever seen her, she's always dressed in jeans and a blazer. Not to say that automatically means you're gay, but so many uh-huh. women in Hollywood, especially when they're like on talk shows or stuff, will try to put on a dress and like little sandals and stuff like that. She always just dresses like she's like li- li- like a real estate agent, which I think is interesting. <laughs> which I want to fuck mail. real estate agents. <laughs> you just get bone deep in a real estate. <laughs> oh man, they're they're still trying to sell Jen and Kip's house. 
Yeah. And I see the real estate agent coming out of there. And I'm just like sitting from across the street, just like stroking it. <laughs> <in the window. laughs> oh, Bill. I don't let anyone uh. see. So the PS4 still managed to outsell Xbox Ones even during Titanfall month. Yeah. There's still nothing to play on the PS4. There's I more. like that. Now Xbox One supposedly has, like, a game-changing game on there. PS4 has jacked. Well, and PlayStation 4 has more just by virtue of the fact that it has, well, I guess, Trials. I don't know. There's nothing on the PlayStation 4. There's nothing on either console. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, see I have a PlayStation 4, and it just sits there collecting dust. By the end of the month, Xbox One has, has Titanfall. Uh, PlayStation 4 will have Octodad. <laughs> And that's kind of... I'm looking forward to playing. Yeah, yeah, I know, exactly. But yeah, that's... uh, But that's still pretty bad that Microsoft still couldn't beat the PlayStation 4. I know. The fucking Titanfall. Titanfall. Which is funny because it was was kind of funny. Well, this is the other thing too. So right before MPDs got announced, uh, Sony came out and said, oh, we've sold 7 million PlayStation 4s. And then Microsoft came out and said, there are 5 million consoles out there on shelves. Which, oh, so it's not even that's not sold. so. So they had to plump up numbers just to even say five million. Yeah. So that everyone's like, oh damn. Wow. Yeah. Xbox One must be not doing not not that it's doing terribly. That no. just it is now it is official. It is officially lagging behind yeah. PlayStation Four. So. I have to admit, and I know that friend, listeners at home are going to be shaking their fists at me because y'all have been telling me this all along. Oh, no. I kind of wish I just bought a fucking gaming PC. Tiny, kind of, kind of little bit. Maybe maybe change by the end of the year when you actually have games to play. Oh yeah, yeah right now though, I'm. For, yeah. I'll for, I bought both consoles and I. Yeah. I'm just, I should have just gotten a goddamn gaming PC. I mean, still at the end of the day, my all of my things are still there. In Do you that have a gaming? I want PC? something. I want to play in my living room. Well, how much? What kind of budget would you want to spend on a gaming rig? <laughs> About as much as a PS4. Oh, that's right. Shouldn't that's be like problem. in the next month or so. Shouldn't the first uh, Steam boxes be going on sale? Not that it's what it, it turned out to be. What we were hoping would be. But didn't they say this summer? I've not been paying attention. I totally forgot about that, though. I, I only mean, that's get news about this stuff from you, Bill, when you put it in the show notes. So if you yeah, don't know, I don't know. I'm just like surprised how you're like, really? This is the thing? I work for a living. I have 15 minutes of Twitter a day. <laughs> I know, I know, I And know. that's it. I stopped reading gaming news sites. You're missing out on so I, much. I stopped reading like ga- film news sites. Like, I really, all I do on the internet anymore, I don't have much time, so I just go on Twitter and Tumblr. Man, now that I really understand. And a little bit of Instagram. Now that I appreciate the depth of your ignorance when it comes to news, yeah. I feel more... Nah, do gonna... not put lies in here, you ass. <laughs> you total ass. Do not do it. Gina Carano is writing and directing the next Harry Potter film. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. God. Anyway, DreamWorks announced a CGI live-action Lil Devil movie. Really? This sounds like something I just made up. The Harvey Comics character to be written by some of the Bob's Burgers people? I guess they got nothing better to do. So Little Devil, is it Little Devil somehow distantly related to, what's the name of the little Wendy, money? the witch? The boy oh, with the rich? money. Richie Rich, yeah. Well, that's why money everyone's boy. always joke that Casper is just the ghost of Richie Rich. <laughs> I mean, they all, they're all essentially the same they character. They look almost ex- identical. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, well, where's my live action Michael Bay produced film about, what's the big goo- fat baby goose guy? Oh, what is the name of that character? I want that, like, little little stinkums or... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, I, I gotta look up, like... <laughs> I'm gonna type in Harvey Comics. Harvey Comics Fat Bird. <laughs> Goose Diaper. <laughs> what kind 
a fetish site. Baby Hewitt. But I want my. You know what? You know what? It's a shame because who's the guy who just died? He wasted his last moments in Hunger Games when he should have been in the live action Baby Hewitt. Who are you talking about? Fucking uh. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I forgot that he was in the Hunger Games. Bill, how is this gonna affect the Hunger Games movie? What baby? The baby human movie? (laughs) (laughs) Did you see that? Well, you don't care about Fast and Furious, but Paul Walker's brothers are gonna help fill in for some of his scenes. Oh, really? In Fast and Man, that movie is gonna be a hilarious hodgepodge of like, okay, here's computer generated Jar Jar Banks, Paul Walker, and suddenly it's his brother saying, "Hey," and then it's just yeah. Uh, but yeah, Harvey. Who would ever think, man, we gotta get in some of that Harvey comics. Oh, is it Jeff Parker? He was making the jokes about how this could be uh, DreamWorks' version of the Avengers, where you get you, the Little Devil movie <laughs> just spins into the Richie Rich movie. Of which course. Is, well, then he was also joking that he could actually cast those characters as the Avengers, where Richie Rich is Iron Man, Little Devil, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, it was funnier to read on Twitter, that's all I'm saying. And finally, Bill, linked to Giancarlo's Volpe. I'm saying his name probably Gian- Giancarlo Volpe's comic about useless audio testing for his Green Lantern cartoon. Yeah, he is, uh, he's actually directed, I think he directed all the uh, first episodes for the first season of Legend of Korra. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just known to be uh, like a pretty kick-ass uh, animation director. And uh, yeah, so I guess he uh, uh, created a Green Lantern cartoon. Mm-hmm. And but on uh, Tumblr he posted a great comic about his experiences, essentially audience testing with little kids, mm-hmm. uh, the comic, and just about the completely useless, ridiculous, redundant feedback he was getting from the studio. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he he was kind of bummed to find out that like, uh, it was weird that like the audience testing for the the boys. Mm-hmm. It was really granular, like very specific age groups. The girls, they just lumped into one. It was just pretty much all the boys, like broken down in different categories, and the girls were just the girls. Mm-hmm. Like they, that's how yeah. little the studio cares about girls, little girls' uh, uh, feedback for a cartoon like this. Mm-hmm. And he said it was also very predictable. Girls just like 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 the like the, the emotional scenes and totally mm-hmm. turn out turn out during all the action scenes, and then all the boys totally turn out during all the. You know the, the like the girls' scenes. feedback seemed to be the most matured and insightful. Yeah, are you reading it right now? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a cool little comic, but yeah. So it kind of reinforces every negative stereotype of mm. not only how cartoon networks are run, but also Hollywood stuff and what kids like and what yeah, and how network like testing and, or excuse me, focus testing. Does yeah, focus work. testing stuff and gender stuff and yeah, it's it's kind of a mess. But I should have chosen something lighter and fluffier to go out. On I was gonna week. say Bill. What we else? Go. What have maybe 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 what they, else? Oh wait, I'm gonna check Anacool.com right now and see if Harry Knowles has been cast as Baby Huey. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's Baby Huey's origin story is he starts out off as a human in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. And there's a nuclear bomb, and it sort of like mm-hmm. turns into a, into a diaper-clad duck. What the fuck is Baby Huey? Oh, this is where the... Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, this is where the podcast can get terrible this week. Here's an idea, Bill. You we're can both... edit this out. No! You ass. Because we're that both just looking up the internet right now. I'm trying to look up... That was good. Oh man, I have a pounding headache. Glad I came to your basement so we could shout at each other for a few Casper hours. Casper the friendly ghost. Spooky the tough little ghost. <laughs> Ghostly church. Yeah, hot stuff. Yeah, Wendy the good little witch. Yeah. Yeah. The token fu- female. I'd fuck her. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson right there. 
have to look at each face. <laughs> what am I going to add to that, Bill? Sure, you fuck Wendy the good little witch. What am I going to chase that with, Bill? Who should play on hot stuff? <laughs> I'm thinking Teach Marin. <laughs> God, Harvey Comics. Is that even a thing that exists? <laughs> it happens. Does it, I was going to say, is Harvey Comics still a going thing? Or are they owned by... Some other, uh, oh, it is. Just... It, Wikipedia just starts off with Harvey Comics was. Yeah, that's all you need to know about the status of anything. It's just the tense of ex- Yeah, um, so much for that. Yeah, yep. all right, everybody. That's our high energy ending of this week of the Boy Hattie Podcast. As always, we're boyhattiepodcast.com at boyhattiepodcast on Twitter. Howdy at boyhattiepodcast.com is where you can shout at us all season contact form on our website. We'll talk to y'all next week about some other crap that I will get to learn about in the moment. <laughs> next week we got Andy's education uh, <laughs> corner. Andy catches up on popculture.com. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. In your Easter bonnet With all the frills upon it You'll be the grandest lady In the Easter parade I'll be all in clover And when they look you over I'll be the proudest fella in the Easter Parade on the Avenue.